Welcome to Engaged Company Culture, a podcast directed at you, helping you to stop the employee exodus in your organization. This podcast has three different types of episodes. First, you have tips, tricks, observations, stories, research from me, Dr. Katherine Weiberg of Profitable Alignment. Second, interviews with other consultants, other coaches who are here to serve you so you can learn other tips and tricks to engaging your employees, to stop the employee exodus, to consciously create and continue a company culture where people want to be and where they encourage other people to come to work and to become your customers. Third, I interview other business leaders who have engaged company cultures and want to share their stories. You might learn from them how they have applied principles of company culture to increase their employee retention, increase their profits, increase their productivity, and increase everyone's job satisfaction. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Engaged Company Culture. Today's guest is Monica Heiz, an optimal performance coach. Her company is Monica Heiz Lifestyle. Monica is a visionary with intuitive and spiritual wisdom grounded in practical application. Through her life experiences and choosing to follow her own path, Monica recognizes and has navigated the issues encountered by those who want to build, create, and be valued by their own unique gifts, not fitting into the systems and structures. The disconnect between generations and a culture developed to serve systems and structure without a thought, feeling, or emotion for the value people bring to the world to create the new and unseen. Monica has an eye for a bigger perspective to create lasting, soul-filling information. She's a 25-plus-year veteran of the fitness industry and national aerobic champion, which impresses me because from the time I was very young, I used to think aerobics were phenomenal and was always amazed with those who could go for hours upon hours. Throughout her training, she used nutrition and fitness to stay grounded, happy, and healthy, incorporating different methods into her lifestyle to create positive changes in mind, body, spirit. Her understanding of the connection between emotional, mental, and physical strength and the importance of supporting people through their own needs helps her guide them through their own process to build a foundation of confidence, personal power and passion. Monica specializes in giving clients the tools and insights into expressing themselves with passion and power that matches their true spirit and long-term goals. This might sound like she focuses only on individuals. You might be asking yourself, so how does this apply to an engaged company culture? Monica states that health from the emotional and mental aspects supports a business to lead and grow because of the strength of its people. When we focus on our people, 
our business grows stronger. Monica, thank you for being here today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today, Dr. Catherine. I'm so pleased to be here with you and your listeners. Thank you. With all of your background and all of your effort on mind, body, spirit, help, fitness, and conscious self-creation, what challenges you most in your work? Being able to have people and businesses recognize there's more to it than what we see. The challenges lie in trusting in of one's own intuition and the action steps necessary in order to create the changes because they come from an inner knowing without necessarily being seen in the outer world. So what do you find most rewarding in your work? The reward is watching people in their capacity to be willing to take on the new, putting the new systems in place that make them feel something, that really connect to their heart and their depth of who they are. And in that, as they move forward, recognizing that the old wasn't necessarily their best suited or working well for them. And this happens in a company as well. When you give people the opportunity to really uh, go in the direction that's true for them and they take the actions, really the reward comes from watching them have a feeling and a connection to that step forward. That is fantastic. I like that you talk about recognizing the past and looking at how it has influenced the present. You know, in my own reframe, rewrite, redesign model, it is looking at what behaviors brought us here and what can we learn from this. This applies both to individuals and companies, just like you said, because companies are made of individuals. And as far as legality goes, if it's a corporation, it is its own individual. So you want to look at its own health. What is important for businesses and for corporate cultures to see today that is shaping the way businesses are evolving? What a great question. I think oftentimes when somebody designs and creates a business, the whole idea is to get sales. And we, we look at what we're offering and we're not really recognizing who the offer is for, but where the offer is coming from, right? The only exchange being looked at and identified is that resource of money, which money is important. It's looking at, what I find is important is looking at the bigger picture on how it's all influencing the whole. So when somebody's leading a business, looking at identifying the people that it's going to work for, identifying the people that are working for them, um, identifying how that is all communicated on the inside and out. So really taking a more holistic approach to a business system and a structure, as opposed to the old model, which was setting up the system and structure and having people just be producing, not even productive necessarily. Mm -hmm. I like that. There is, there is a difference when you're first starting a business, when you are one or two people, you want to have the structure and you want to have the model. But as you grow, it does become its own environment, its own ecology, its own entity. So being able to take that holistic approach, being able to recognize that things change, people change, organizations change, and how can we adjust for the help 
of the organization, make the entire organization a mind-body-spirit connection so that people feel healthy there instead of like they're receiving toxins into their bodies and into their minds. Right. And I, I think along those lines, uh, people are becoming more in tune with energetically where they feel aligned and good with spending money or putting value into something. It's becoming more of a simple flow based on the relationship dynamic that's being built between the offering, the people offering, and the simplicity of it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes we forget that the simple makes a difference and that it can actually make a really big difference. Small changes can make huge differences. I love that. <laughs> well, I, James Clear in Atomic Habits talks about making 1% changes every day in order to get the compound interest of change and growth and getting closer and closer to a new level of excellence or closer to perfection or mastery. And that's exactly what we're looking at is just the small and simple things can make a big difference. Monica, tell me what drew you to this line of work, especially the evolution of where it is right now. Oh my gosh, I love that question. So I earned a degree in nutrition and fitness from college and I had lost both my parents during college and my parents were very healthy. I grew up in a household where nutrition and fitness was a main part of our world. So emotionally and mentally, um, my mother, I felt didn't have support that she needed support from her friends, family, based on her spirit of being such a go-getter and ambitious. And my father really, um, his level of mindset was very stuck. And I could see that as a young person, like a young adult. So when they had died, that just threw me into diving into my work in fitness. And that was going to be a clear path for me. I also understood mentally and emotionally there were components with it because I saw it firsthand. And what I had to start to understand was it wasn't just the mental and emotional, it was the systems and structures that my parents were living in that was creating that. The communities, the, um, I'm gonna use the word religious beliefs of sorts or the communities within the religious, the community they lived in, the way they interacted with other people, those systems and structures, the, the way they did their finances or who they banked with. Um, and the one thing I always knew was tried and true was the way we did fitness and nutrition. So I had a very clear understanding of what that looked like from a very simplistic, holistic, healthy perspective. And as I evolved in my fitness career and I was teaching group fitness classes and I was working for companies, these companies were growing and they needed my help because I had skills to teach and I had so much passion in it. So I was able to go in there and fulfill this um, common ground for the two of us. They wanted to grow and build and I wanted to exceed and excel in my career to help people. And there came a time when that was that area um, of fitness had reached its peak because now all of a sudden they wanted to bring people in that they were gonna pay less money and didn't have as much skill set or training because it was gonna make it easier for the business and bring in more profits. And I knew this. 
So I went out and I opened my own studio because I knew that I could provide a level of service and a quality that was important to me and ingrained in my whole being. Yes. And as that went, I also started to realize that the environment that I was in, as much as I loved my clients, the work I did, the environment I was in wasn't filling to me. And I could no longer neglect that part of myself that I needed to be in an environment that was just so soul filling and rich for me. So I took my work online and um, this was many years ago and I reinvented how I was going to be doing my coaching and what it would look like. Um, I took on jobs so that I would understand environments and cultures. I took on jobs in like a shoe store um, just to understand buying habits of people and where people are in terms of their culture, what they value. Right. And then um, as I moved, I moved out of New York and I moved to South Florida and I moved to Orlando. It really gave me an understanding of how people build systems and structures and where I needed to, where I was able to, not needed to, I already knew. I ripped up all those systems and structures that weren't working for me and how I could really create systems where my energy flowed freely and I was able to not only contribute, but be a support system for other people to come back through to me in every way. That is beautiful. You put yourself in their position and you were talking to everybody, finding out what they liked, finding out what they didn't like, understanding how each person's systems affected them, how your systems affected you, and what you specifically could do. You already knew your strengths. You already knew your passions. You already knew your understanding, yet you found a new way to apply that to everybody that you now can help. Right. I love it. Yeah. And I also wanted to get clear on what good business looked like and felt like. Like, what would that feel like to me to be in relationship with people through business that made a difference and an impact in the sense of health and well-being in every capacity, not just a financial exchange, transformational as opposed to transactional? I would love to hear a client story of an organization that you have helped to improve their holistic and cultural approach. Do you have any to share with us? Yeah. So um, it was actually in a call center, to believe it or not, a call center. And that makes sense their, their systems and structures were like, wow, massive. And yet they had no sense of valuing their people on what was transpiring. Um, there was a script that people had to follow because the people, um, the, the leadership believed the only way that the people and the business could succeed is if they followed that script and if they followed the way they wanted it to go. So I went in there um, and I approached them on, part of my philosophy. And so it was a little bit of a challenge to actually um, win them over, I guess, you know, like already I was going in with a different approach because they had very much an approach where you go in and you kind of hammer someone down and you go over all the objections and, you know, you drag them in. And I was like, what if, what if we look at an aspect of what you're offering as a valued service that really is meeting the needs of your people, the people that are calling in on the service and now you had 
sales associates or knowledgeable people on what is your providing and why you're providing and the benefit it's offering. And you're supporting not only the business, but these people's livelihoods and their lifestyles. So it's a win-win for everyone. And that in of itself had them kind of shaking their heads in a little way. But the biggest thing was the creativity that came through it. And let me just say that in one month, right as I was getting ready to step on board, what was really the point was that they, they offered um, a money back guarantee on their service, right? And so that was a big selling point for them. But what happened in one month, all the sales that they took in the next month were all refunded. Oh, wow. So you, knew, you could see then that there was something that was out of balance, out of alignment. Wow, yeah, that's huge. So to be able to say to them, and go in and say, okay, let's take a look at where your value system is. Let's take a look at what you're truly offering the people and the real benefit it is. And it doesn't have to be from a lack or a fear base, but let's see the service we can provide and why it's so beneficial. And let's make sure the people that you're, that you're have in your, in your scope, your, your salespeople have an understanding of really, not that they're there just to collect a paycheck, but the bigger, Im bigger impact they have on helping you sustain and build your business to fill out the systems and structures. Exactly. And once you build on those strengths and embrace the creativity that, was come, that would come through, which you mentioned, then things can improve and things can, you get the profits that you're looking for because you're aligning your people, you're aligning the vision, you're aligning with your customers, really looking at how can we serve them, not beat them into submission. Right. And how can we encourage our people to feel valued? In so much research out there, I won't say all of the research, but I, I have to say so much research out there, <clears throat> employees want to feel valued. And employees who feel valued provide value to the customers and make customers feel valued right. because they're actually, they care and they feel that, that they can make a difference. And if you can make a difference in anybody's life, that brightens your day. Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it comes back to, to Maya Angelou, this just came into my head again. Yeah that people will not remember what you said. People will not remember what you did, but people will remember how you make them feel. In this organization, this particular call center you were working with, it sounds like people remembered how they felt and that's why at one point, every sale that they made got refunded. Right. And then as things started to shift, and employees were allowed to be creative, allowed to expand a little bit on their own strengths and on the script that was given to them. They were able to provide a new level of service. And suddenly not everything was being refunded. People wanted to stay, people were interacting. Right. It's huge. <clears throat> if we want to stop our employee exodus, we need to remember people are people and people matter. 
the other thing too is people spend so much time during their day at work and it may be a stop on their journey to work for your company but you want to be able to provide them the best experience because then when the next person that comes in you're already set up for success with them in a certain sense because there's a good feeling from one leaving to the next coming in they're not leaving because they have to leave or they want to leave they're leaving to go on the next step of their journey. Yes. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. You also mentioned that business and sales can be a transformational experience instead of just transaction. How does that shift company culture when you shift that mindset from transactional to transformational? Sure, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Um, moving through the transformational. So it shifts because when we move from, typically we've, we've moved from in business, um, pain points, trying to fix people, solve problems. Um, but there's a level when we're really gonna excite people to help them enhance their lives, make their lives better in some way. And we're really having them see a vision or feel something that's going to connect them to something that, that they feel, right? So not necessarily going to the gym because all of a sudden they're going to do all this hard workout and they're going to lose all this weight. And that's like, but they're actually going to start on habits that are going to create healthy patterns for them. And they're going to wake up and feel better, right? So it's a different process that you're moving them through. And, it, and when you have that concept of transformation, they start to build the habits and they start to build their own structures and systems in, in that direction. I love that looking at the habits, looking at their current status quo, challenging their current status quo and making changes in their today because they want to redesign their future. It's all about taking the, the small changes yeah. and making the small transformations that can completely change the individual and completely change the company culture. Love right. that. Yeah. And so when you have something that's a transaction, there's really not much um, feeling and emotion that is invested in it. And when I say feeling and emotion, meaning we have an energetic body, we have uh, feelings and emotions are part of how we live. And so when people now go to shop or to go do something or have an experience, um, it's it's most likely that they want to do something that's going to be aligned for them, where they're going to spend money, where they feel right. And so they're going to start to just feel in their, in their inner knowing and their intuition. And we don't want people to turn that off. We want that to be a part of it. Absolutely. Monica, I am loving your perspective and everything that you're sharing about how how we can go from small to large and and make changes and that it it all it's all it, well it's holistic i was going to say it's all encompassing but you were mentioning earlier holistic so that's what i'm going to use <laughs> so i'm going to put into our show notes all of the ways that people can contact you but if somebody wants to reach out to you and say, I want to learn more about how you can help me develop a holistic mindset, holistic approach to my organizational culture. What's the best way for somebody to reach you? That would probably be through my email, 
which is my initials, mh at monicahighslifestyle.com. Fantastic. Monica, from this conversation, what is the most important thing that you want people to remember and act on today? Perspective is one, and knowing that there's a huge shift and change in the way the world is moving for the better. And even though things may look like they're falling apart, there's actually the birthing of the new. And in that, our sense of being, our value as people and business is coming into more of a tried and true alignment for the betterment of the, of the world. So what I, what I really wanna share and, and encourage people is to look for ways to positively find, to be able to listen to people more and to um, be able to implement some new strategies or systems, not because you have to, but because you're recognizing this level of change and this value that's happening globally is important for us as people to move to our next level of growth in business. That is fantastic. Monica, thank you so much for being here. I hope that all of our listeners and viewers have enjoyed this episode. I have enjoyed Monica's perspectives, seeing how everything can align, how easy and yet challenging it can be to make the small and simple changes to create true transformation in individuals, in ourselves, in our coworkers, employees, and overall company culture. Monica, thank, thank you. you. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to or viewing today's Engaged Company Culture episode. I hope you have enjoyed the episode. I hope you have learned something and have something that you can apply today to engage your company culture and encourage your employees to enjoy work. Looking forward to Mondays instead of only looking forward to Fridays. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone else you know. Also, like and subscribe to Engaged Company Culture anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you and have a wonderful day.